0: Mr. Tom, good afternoon, sir. Welcome back to the Protein Works. Just do more podcast episode two. We're back. Excited How are you doing? to
1: be here. Thank you for having me. I'm very well, thank you, sir. I like your haircut. So
0: yeah. Oh, look at you. I like yours. Yeah. <laughs> I like yours as well. It's um, it's crazy because I can't claim for it to be lockdown hair anymore because that's, that's it's that's kind of I been eased out of it. The
1: haircut chat. You've got no excuse now, chap.
0: Well, I just, oh, I like it. I quite like it. How, how are you, you finding, um, if you're happy, I try and be, how are you finding, um, how are you finding easing of lockdown, how are you finding getting back out there and more importantly, how are you finding gyms about to be reopened?
1: Yeah, that's, that's exciting. But, but staying there, I think I've truly, I don't know if I can speak on behalf of a lot of people or if they can relate to this, but I've become so accustomed to my new routine of training in my little garage and that sort of. You know that fix for me and my new i'm a very routine person with my training nutrition and how i do things so honestly like things are starting to open up but for me i'm sort of now custom my new ways of you know not being able to go and get my haircuts So my girlfriend does it. that never would have happened or you know the gym's opening up on saturday oh let's get ready and you know sort of work out my new sort of schedule because i'm gonna have equipment to use but actually i haven't even bothered But like, i'm very very content and which is nice, I'm happy. And um, I'm fortunate to say that, I guess. Um, but I'm very happy sort of, with my little routine at the moment. So I haven't even thought about the gym opening. Like, week two, three, four, five, six after it's like, get me back to a gym. Like, this is awful. Like, to make do for the time being. But now, yeah, I'm very, very accustomed to it. And I haven't really th- changed my new routine much with the restrictions now sort of easing off. Like, so yeah, it's an interesting one. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm glad you said it because, um, yeah, I feel similar. Like b- before we went, b- before we went into lockdown, like you said last week, I was not a home worker out. Yeah, I just wasn't. Home was like um, the comfort zone, if you like. It was where yeah. you could come and you didn't have to do anything. Whereas lockdown came in, we couldn't go to the gym or anything. So you start doing bits and pieces at home, and yeah, the routine starts happening. But uh, on the flip side of that, you can now work out with other people. You know like just having your gym getting your gym mates around your gym buddies yeah you, 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 whoever it is that kind of spurs you on be it if they're if they're just talking in your ear while you're going through it if you're uh if they're spotting you're lifting heavy weights or whatever you've got that extra motivation so i don't know maybe it may be now i'm going to do more home working out know, but i think i still am going to find myself going back to the gym wherever it may be
1: yeah i, th- I think it's going to be like i i truly believe these online platforms where you can train from home for me i mean i think people are going to have to go back to the gym because they'll ease back into their routine because you know gyms are bloody good but i think honestly essential like for me to be able to walk into my garage and not drive anywhere, it's so easy and my fitness my physique my you know how i feel mentally hasn't hasn't changed it was a bit of a like oh my god what am I going to do when lockdown was first announced like but now as I say I'm now into a routine and I'm actually really accustomed to it um yeah I don't know I, I'm I'm really don't know if I will go back to the gym for it I'm, I don't it's easy for me to literally as a doorstep boy how practical is that to go to my garage and like I haven't got a running machine I haven't hardly got any but I've only got a few dumbbells which again I'm fortunate for um, but yeah the the burpee gang the running around the neighborhood it like it's i'm accustomed to that now and it's sort of how i do it um and it, i feel good and that's the main thing so um yeah i'm
0: i'm, I'm happy and i don't know if i will to go back to a gym for a long time oh, burpees i just i can't I, I don't think i'm ever gonna get used to them they're just they're, they're just horrible but I, I think i might be doing it wrong i throw a press up in the middle of it and i don't know if i'm supposed to do that Am I just making it unnecessarily hard for myself? Maybe
1: it just occupied your mind and thought, "I'm sick of these." Let's try and mix it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, maybe. Also, also maybe. you
1: said about being able to train with people and then being able to give you a spot. I can't relate because I don't really lift heavy weights, um, so I can't relate to that bit. Though training with other people might will be fun, uh, like you mentioned. Uh,
0: I can I can confirm I can't lift heavy weights either. I try, <laughs> <laughs> I try, but I can't lift heavy weights
1: want to lift in the heavy weights. I've got my mates to spot me now just in case I don't make the lift. I'm like, I'm just using resistance bands, just up and down, nice and slowly. <laughs> so I can't relate. Really, yeah.
0: No, I'm with you. Well, speaking of speaking of the lift people can give you uh, uh, when working out around others, uh, it's quite topical. It's quite fortunate that, that this lines up with the gyms reopening because, like we said, this week we want to speak about um, the, the link between physical and mental health it's fair to say, well, certainly not in my case, but I assume not in yours either. We're not experts. We're not scientists in this field, but I mean, I think it's pretty well spoken about that. There is this link between physical health and mental health. It's not a cure-all, but there's definitely something there that helps you. So this week we've got a couple of people who know who are going to join us on the show who who are going to speak about their, their experiences of training with other people. Of how it can give you a lift, of how it can make you feel better physically and mentally to be working out. The first guest we've got on today, I'm I'm really buzzing for this one. Um, it's, it's Emil Heskey. Now this guy's a Premier League legend. Played for Liverpool. Obviously they've just won the league. He's played for Leicester, Villa. Do you,
1: do you even played... need to explain who this is? What an absolute legend! Everyone should know Emil Heskey. What a hero!
0: It's 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 unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, he, he played he's played 62 times for England over three World Cups won the FA Cup, yeah. won the UEFA Cup. Um, so, yeah, he, he's got some pretty cool stories, actually, about how um, about how training with other people can help you out and how that mentally and physically can stimulate your game and how it can make you feel better. And then sure. from, from a legend who's achieved so much, we're going to bring in a guy who is hoping to achieve. Um, he's already got a really cool story. Um, he won Love Island. Uh, he's an amateur boxer before. He's a TV personality now. And he's going to be stepping into the pro boxing game We've got Jack Fincham on. I mean, it's, he's pretty cool.
1: Chris, where how, how have you got Chris? How have you got these guys involved? You, you must be doing something right. Yeah, might might be the haircut or the Protein Works T-shirt. <laughs> is it Emil Heskey, Jack Fincham. We
0: uh, we send them something. ridiculous bars. We, we bribe them with ridiculous bars to try to try and get them on. I, I want to speak about those later because um, this is not like some pushy sales pitch, but they are actually amazing. They are ridiculous. They taste so good. But um, but yeah, so we so that's what we've got coming down the pipe today, um, and I think, I think it's a good I think it's a good place to start about this idea of training with people around you, about this idea of kind of um, the mental health and the physical health. I think the two do go hand in hand. Um, I don't know if do you, you have any personal experiences or just how you feel in general about about how you can give yourself a little mental lift if you're looking after yourself. Uh, we touched on it last week about with eating, and I would say like if I know I'm doing some some press ups or some running or whatever tonight, um, it affects my thinking through the day in the way I eat. But it also gives me a bit of a boost to know that I'm going to be doing something. Um, I don't sure. know if you get the same thing because I know you work out in the morning. Does that give you yeah. a bit of a lift for the day?
1: Yeah, massively. So I, first of all, this topic is. Like you said, I'm not an expert, I'm not a psychologist, I do not studied anything like that, but for how I feel and things like that, it's huge. That's a massive part of my training, and I it's a big part, like fitness is the biggest thing in my life, but the reason it is is because it helps me up here massively, really, really does, so I think this is such a hot topic, um, especially during this time in lockdown where the mind is truly tested, everything's a lot more still, everyone's thinking about things a lot more, everyone's, I think, a lot more just, just mindful of things and yeah like I said I think the main thing is for me it runs a lot more still and they're thinking and all the thinking happens from up here so for me uh exercise wise that early morning fix truly sets me up for the day um on, honestly it's like the reason I train I it sounds bad like I've trained already today before training I was like all oh, hairy and bleh, gaunt and horrible no I'm, just, I'm being ridiculous but for me like <laughs> i it really fixes me for the day and it's a necessity like prior to training i wake up in the morning yes i feel a bit meh because i'm just sleepy and it's early in the morning but truly because the, the reason i'm a bit mad and not 100 percent is because i haven't had that exercise fix and um it does. It sets me up for the day. It wakes me up physically. My body feels a lot more loose and a bit more energized and awoken after so four hundred burpees in the garage. Um, psychologically, I don't know. I just feel like it's a weird one. What it does. It's a weird one. What the mind. Why the mind reacts to moving and sweating. It is. I. I, as I say, I'm not a psychologist, but for me, well, the main message I'm saying is it is a true physical, but mainly mental fix and uh, give them that positive sort of therapy if you like for the rest of the day ahead. Um so, yeah, you, you and I cool.
0: are in you and I are in fortunate positions in that we can we can work out at home, we can train, you know, uh, be it in the garden with weights or, or whatever. There will be a lot of people who are not in that position who are, you know, who are not able to to, to bust a workout at home. Do you think mentally they will be getting some form of lift now and because lockdown has been hard for a lot of people lockdown has been really yeah really everyone's had the, everyone's
1: doing that have it has their own battle has their own struggles from like the the restrictions where they're able to live you know like apartments flats stuck in you know it, everyone's got their own little battle whether it be with they're stuck with certain family members which has been their battle or you know the, the where they're living things like that so everyone's had their own little thing i think massively like the new the restrictions sort of easing off and gyms opening up for the people that have been stuck in apartments and not had the exercise um, or the equipment or things like that. I think this will be a huge sort of thing for, for those sort of
0: people, like that psychological. Yeah. Now I think is a good time to bring in Emil Heskey. Uh, cool. We've already, we've already covered kind of how much he has done in his career. What, um, you know, some of the things that he's done is just unbelievable. Uh, and we were fortunate enough to, to bring him on the show. How how does it affect you? I mean, you you will know better than anybody. football is is a team game, like you say. There's physicality. There's things that you can't replicate at home. But I don't know the camaraderie, the the the, the bouncing off one another. Oh, okay, the zoom, but is it is it the same?
2: No, it will never be the same as being in person with someone or being in the changing rooms. And that's uh, even with even with ex-players. That's the thing that we, if you used to if you used to do an interview with any ex-players, that's the thing that they say they miss. They miss that camaraderie, they miss that uh, uh, one-on-one that you have in the changing rooms with people and, and being around that and miss the banter. Um, but um, obviously, being being in quarantine, you couldn't actually get close to each other. Obviously, we were we were locked locked down. And some you know i was speaking to some and they were locked down in apartments and stuff like that so that was very that would have been very very challenging for them
0: yeah um one thing that we obviously kind of pushed quite heavily with the protein works is conversation around um the, the link between physical health uh, and mental health when you're able to to exert yourself physically going to the gym going running uh, anything in between playing football uh, i think it's quite common knowledge there is a uh, a boost to your mental health there do you think any of the players um certainly that you've spoken to or further afield do you think any of them will be feeling the strain mentally because they've just not had that that closeness
2: yeah that would be a hundred percent um whether whether any of them will 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 um come out and say but i don't know but i think definitely would be some that um really felt the strain of that you know you used to being around people you used to um uh, connecting with people like you 're saying you're used to training and then have that all taken away from you, yeah, the first week might be fine, but after that you you 're taking someone 's normal away from them and that that can be that can be very tough at times you know you 've seen it with players that get injured for a long time or or have to stop playing um, and their mental health suffers um, but again there's there 's plenty of things within football and within within our industry that if you if you're willing to accept and come out and um, talk about it and approach the one you can get help with it.
0: So so one thing on, on MLM that, that we didn't kind of touch on before was some some sports and some some training facilities um you, you actually require other people to train with. You know, you require for for if you're a footballer for example, it's it's fine doing running and keeping you your numbers up and your, your work rate up and everything else, but there are some things you physically can't train for without other people, the physicality of challenging for a ball, winning a header, everything else that goes with it. And when when Emil was describing that, I thought it was an interesting line that he said, you're taking people's normal away from them. And that's how it's felt, I think, for a lot of people who couldn't go into the gym. You're taking their normal away.
1: Yes, massively. I that's I think that's been uh, the message of lockdown not necessarily working out well working out with everything you're taking everyone to normal away everything's been adjusted and that doesn't only change us in the gym physically but also mentally you have to adjust you're having to sort of uh, make do with the circumstances and for me I'd like to think I'm quite motivated and slightly obsessed so with training so it's a necessity so it was truly I have to make do with the new circumstances cause I'm not, I'm not going to train. Um, but some people that, you know, people struggle with the the change in adjustment. It's very easy just to go, well, I haven't got the gym now, so I can't train. So I'm not going to train. And then when they don't train, that's when that affects them psychologically. Um, so I think that that's where it's had a sort of a, an effect on people, um, mentally cause they haven't got that motivation, which is tough. It's really is tough. Like, um, yeah, I think that's where it's been being struck. It's not people's
0: normal now. I want to bring in. I want to just play another clip from ML while, while we're here and while we're on him, because we mentioned before about how how important it can be having people spur you on, be it be it a spotter, be it a gym buddy who just tells you to get that extra rep out, to get that extra press up, in, wh- whatever it may be. Um, you know, we know how that much it can mean. But one thing that he said, and I thought when you when you're trying to when you're trying to cl- clarify a point, it's it's sometimes quite good to exaggerate the point to make it. You know what I'm saying? So. Emile tells this story about how having 50,000 supporters around him all cheering his name and cheering on the team that he was playing for uh, had an amazing impact on the game that he was playing in. And I thought it was a pretty cool story. So let's bring in the second clip from Emil because I just think this is really cool. I just think this is really good.
2: Um, we played, uh, I recently went over a game that we played against Arsenal 3-3. And... Um... We, after 90 minutes, it was 2-1 to Arsenal. The game, the game ended, up, ended up 3-3. Now, without fans, would you really have that drive to, yeah. to really go and push yourself? And this is what people uh, uh, um uh, uh, just got to understand, that the fans mean a hell of a lot to give you that extra drive, give you that extra push, make that last run when you know that you're going to cramp up. or Do you know what I mean? Just, just give you that extra drive to go forward. Um, and don't get me wrong. I think I think at the end of this season there'll be a big push to get fans back into the stadium because we need them. They they make they make up up, up sixty seventy eight sometimes eighty percent of the game. You know, yeah. having the fans in the stadium giving you that drive. Heskey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So that, I mean, right, we're not going to go down the conversation route of um, empty stadiums, empty, fan, you know, that's for an, another conversation for another day. But the point was there that Emil was making was having people around you, having people encouraging you, effectively, how your mental health can, you know, how your mental performance can boost your physical performance. He's talking about a flat game, pretty dull Uh, running running the clock down, all of a sudden springs into life because the the two sets of fans come aboard. And I personally, for me, that's how how we make that connection of gyms reopening. That is a great example of how physical and mental health, all right, they're not completely one and the same thing, but they are so, so similar in so many areas.
1: Massively. They're so linked. They're so linked. Um, Yeah, I can't relate to 50,000 people. That's amazing, isn't it? That you get to, you know, what a like, what a guy. I can't go, Emil Hesky, What a hero. Um, but yeah, so so linked. Um, for me, like even like a little thing here is, I sometimes I normally train on my own. But then this morning, even today, me, me in my garage doing my little workout. Rhiannon Bailey got involved, and I always do my twenty rounds of my burpees, things like that. I'm very routine and stuff. And she got involved, and I've got my set timer. And sometimes I'm a bit lethargic, but she got involved and she was pushing me. And then, you know, that little bit of just like push and being together. And also I wanted to impress her because she's my girlfriend and she's quite good looking. Um, so I wanted <laughs> to look cool on the burpees. But even that, you know, it gave me that little sort of that partner partner there. So um, that gave me that little extra boost, that little bit of momentum. So although it's slightly different to 50,000 people, like professional football, you know, that sort of link. Emil Hesky, I can't relate to that, but it's all linked. It's all linked, you know, and it's like that home advantage when you've got your home advantage you've got those people cheering you on and you've got you know it's all very linked people around it does something to the mind it, it, whether it occupies it or something like that so you know for people now being able to go into the gym with people around then you know they think i've never been able to do four c's but i've got big guy next to me he looks like he'll be able to support me let's get it i'm gonna try and lift as much as that guy next to me and then it just unlocks that sort of new sort of competition. It, it, weird extrinsic—is that the word extrinsic? <laughs> I haven't done psychology before, but those sort of extrinsic factors—I'll use the word extrinsic factors—sort um, of can push you, motivate you, and just bring in a new factor which essentially you wouldn't have had if you were just on your own. Still, um, so yeah, I think that's massive.
0: Do you, do you know what? I think you've touched on something there that's, that's, that's really true because I've I've had different gym mates in the past. Who I'm really, really good friends with outside of the gym and outside of sport in general, um, and we go to the gym. And I think I can't have him lifting more than me. I can't have him doing more press ups. I can't have him running further. I can't have him doing whatever. So in my and, and I can see the cogs working in his mind, thinking, "Well, he's just done five more press ups, so I'll do six. Do you know what I mean? And he, yeah, <laughs> you're pushing yourself further and further. And the next day, you both wake up a little bit sore. It's the kind of sore that hurts so good, you know, because you feel better for it because you've had a, a bit of healthy competition. And physically, you've pushed yourself that bit that bit harder. And all right, you're feeling a bit sore, but it's a good sore because it's 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 a way you push yourself.
1: Yeah. And people always go, oh, I feel a bit sore today. I'm like, why is it I went to the gym yesterday? Do you know what I mean? That, even that little <laughs> yeah. snippet of conversation, that little snippet of I'm a bit sore, does something to Do your mind? I did train. I did feel good. You know, I'm looking good. Like and 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 like that little sore feeling of is that my muscles getting bigger? Do you want know that makes people feel good? That physical sort of appearance. People want to feel good, look good. You know, they say feel look good, feel good. Well, the the the, the feel good is obviously the the mind saying hail the yeah. So
0: massive link. We we've got to, we've got to say because we we are a little bit open here to people saying. It's not just about, you know, there's so much more to mental health. And, and they're 100% right. It, you know, this is it's not a cure-all. There are so many other um, layers to the kind of mental health and physical health that you should look at. But what you just said there yeah. is, is true. A, when you start to see progress in yourself, I think that's something that's really important. We're going to go to Jack in a minute. And um, there's, this is only a clip of a full interview. But if you watch the full interview on this, he speaks about making himself a project throughout lockdown he wanted to make himself um something that he could work on a lot of people would turn to they had goals about you know they wanted to start a new business they wanted to start saving money they wanted to start doing whatever it was that lockdown kind of forced them into but he wanted to make himself a project and just as if it's just as though it was a business or a savings pot or whatever when you start hitting little milestones and you start beating personal bests and you start doing whatever gym yesterday it's almost like a it's almost like a throwdown like hey, did you go to the gym yesterday because I did I, I you know I've, I'm pushing myself I'm doing a little bit more um did you do it mm. <laughs> let's go to Jack <laughs> let's bring you, Jack Finchman
1: you, you 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 broke up there when you were talking for like five seconds oh that's annoying
0: like it just, it Shall
1: just we went bro- completely silent do you want to talk about the bit uh, where just explaining what jack was saying and then um that yeah maybe again because yeah. you just went completely silent and then I was like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry well.
1: that's so, when you um, talking so, I was like
0: it's hard isn't it we I think there is work to be done here but we, we'll get there um so uh, i think so it with jack fincher we we, we can bring jack in that and, and if you go on YouTube and if you, you know, if you see our social channels and stuff, we do have a full length interview with Jack. Um, we're not going to play this part in this clip. But one thing that he speaks about is how he was making himself a project. You know, while lockdown was going on, people were focusing on either starting businesses or side hustles, maybe starting savings accounts. Maybe it was just a case of ticking over and making sure they had, um, you know, bases covered that maybe they didn't really get to spend too much time on pre lockdown he was saying he wanted to make himself a project he wanted to make himself something that he could see milestones in he could you know he says he's a, his first thing he wants to work on is he wants to get a six-pack and okay who doesn't want to get a six-pack but at the same time that's him setting a goal for himself there's his project there's his milestone so that's what he's going to work on and it's just like starting a business it's just like starting a savings part there's your goal you've got a goal you've got a plan to yeah. get there this is how i'm going to do it And um, I just think this clip in particular kind of sums up how he's used lockdown and how we can take inspiration from that. When you train harder, when you've got a goal to work towards and you're training however many times a day or a week and you're knocking a drink on the head and everything else, physically and mentally you improve, don't you? There's that link between physical and mental health.
3: Yeah, definitely. And And I'm big on mental health, like, I mean, I I have I have problems mental health wires and stuff. And without every time it's happened, and I felt a bit like anxious and stuff like that. I've always gone back to boxing, and it's always helped. Gone back to training, doing training more. And I think when you when when you get into a cycle of just drinking and eating rubbish stuff, you you do like a a quick fix, but then your anxiety is actually worse the next day. So it's like. For me, I have to be doing the training. I have to be doing it because there was, was a time where like, I, let, I I dropped out for a couple of years. You know what I mean, I didn't I didn't feel great, put mate, But um, but now, like, I just yeah, I feel a different headspace already. To go and you know, get in the best shape of my life, be the best version of myself I can be, and And I think when, I think when you when you're mentally right and you you feel in shape, everything else just sort of falls into place around that. You know I mean, because you're in a good place, you know, work and everything and your relationships with people. I think, I think when, you, when you're training your heads right, everything sort of around it be- yeah. sort, of, sort of sets itself right and becomes, becomes better. Jack Fincham, what a guy again.
0: What a guy. You know, it, I just think he's a really, um, uh, he's a very down to earth fella. When I was feeling the words out of my mouth, a- yeah.
1: yeah, very down to earth.
0: When I started working with Jack a while ago, I don't, know if I, should, I don't know if I should say this in case he watches it, but I've never watched any of Love Island. I don't think it's really my cup of tea. But um, when I was told I was going to be working with a Love Island guy, I had an image of what he would be like, and he, would just, he was just nothing like it. He was just nothing like it at first. Just a really good guy. And, um, and obviously, yeah. he wants to go far in the boxing game. Fair play to him. Kick on. Yeah, I think that's awesome. That's really,
1: really cool. And like, yeah. Is really down to earth. Took the words out of my mouth. I'm surprised you haven't seen. Like I thought, like you would be well into Love Island, Chris, with you? Haircut <laughs> and stuff. I could see. I could see you on the show, personally.
0: What's the premise of the show? Is it just to be really, really good looking and have fantastic hair? I, I, to be honest with you, I don't watch it too much either. But I essentially,
1: <laughs> you've got to go on there and get romantic and find
0: love. On an island. Yeah. That sounds right up my street. Uh, what does sound right up my street? And again, I don't want to come across as salesy here, but the pro works. this week released ridiculous parts. And I know that you've already tried these. I've seen on your Instagram, but I've, this is how fresh this is. Look, I don't know if you can see that. The cellophane is still on. That is how fresh this is. So I'm- That's a, I'm, that's
1: a bit of a concern. Why is it not ripped open and empty?
0: Because I thought I would wait for this moment to give it a go. I think, have you got some there as well? Because I, like I say, I know you were sent some. Yep. I bet you carry them all around everywhere with you.
1: I, I literally, I have them strapped to me 24-7, so that ridiculously good. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you've got I the mean, blue flavour. You've gone for the, um, which one's your one? The chocolate? Uh, wild wild
0: chocolate peanut, it's called. Wild chocolate peanut.
1: This one's quite a funky name. I quite like it. Do you want to know what I've got? Yeah, go on. The chocolate caramelicious, and I can't yeah, say delicious cool. without doing something weird with my lips. Caramelicious.
0: Now it's absolutely fire. The, the guys, the guys that have spoken to the office, um, you know, there is so much more to this. And again, listen, i you, there's a reason you've never seen me posting about food stuff on social. I'm not really a food kind of um, connoisseur. I, I can definitely not cook the way you can cook, but. Um, when, when they told me about these, they were saying, you know, it's it's plant based, it's high protein, it's, it's, it's everything yep. else, um, it's, which for me is good to hear. And I think that is the future of it. But um, for a start, let's just look at the box. It looks like a like a, an expensive aftershave or something. It looks amazing. Like I think they've got all yeah. out here.
1: Tick, tick to design team there with the gold writing. They've not even gone like plain, they've gone gold writing with the protein works. So I like that.
0: Do you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to dive straight
1: in. You're, you're being ridiculous. I
0: am being ridiculous.
1: Get involved. It, it looks amazing. Living,
0: I've, I've eaten so
1: many of those. I know exactly what you're going to say. It's amazing. A little layer of caramel at the top.
0: Can you see
1: that? Ha, how That's fire. amazing. Honestly. That's and, so and good. Chocolate caramelicious. I spent around three days in a constant debate with R- and my girlfriend. It's been quite serious chat actually so we'll get serious now which bar tastes better the chocolate caramelicious or the your 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 blue nut one and we still haven't been able to work it out they both taste so
0: good that's amazing that is really good yeah um less than 200 calories
1: packed with protein they're pretty lean like snacks and i'm still baffled baffled as to how they've made it so chocolatey and tasty because a lot of the protein bars taste you can just taste they're healthy and it's not always the best taste They're not that enjoyable, but these actually taste real and the macros are good, less than 200 calories. Um, so yeah, it's a belter.
0: I think what I think is really good there is obviously you, you know, the numbers better than I do. 200 calories, less than 200 calories. Um, sounds, sounds smart for me. It tastes, it just tastes amazing. Uh, You know, the fact that it's plant-based is obviously, it makes me feel better about eating it. And so um, soy proteins, high protein, pea proteins.
1: Yeah. I can feel the game's and coming on already. Everything every, in like, everything always in, in moderation. So, you
0: know, like don't eat the whole thing. So just the, just the one box, just the one box today. Yeah, there's
1: Chris, like, no, I've had my whole box today. I'm going to be healthy. I've eaten 17 ridiculous bars. I'm getting, I'm getting massive. Whoa. But they, no, they fill what they the are, box as
0: well. They fill, there's none of this, you know, where you open it and it's half empty. There's none of that nonsense. It's actually full Oh, these goodies.
1: Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? I love them okay. so much. I feel really good. You, you, um, were expect- you were expecting me just to eat one now, weren't you? But honestly, they're that tasty, special occasion,
0: post workout predominantly. Post workout? Is it better to eat post? Eat one of these post workout or, or pre workout?
1: Whenever you like, whenever you're feeling peckish and you want a ridiculous bar, there's no right or wrong essentially <laughs> it's 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 yeah both they taste that good if you if you want a ridiculous bar before have it before it might give you well, it will give you a bit of a sugar a bit of energy well not a sugar but it's food in you it's fuel it'll fuel the burpees afterwards it's a great it's high in protein predominantly lean vegan protein so it's high in protein so it'll give you that muscular repair build and repair protein you know so they're winners they're ideal
0: i think we should do a show uh, in a couple of weeks about plant-based and veganism um because i think there's a lot of people that are put off as soon as they hear that word boy oh, it's a taboo but there's a lot of people i think a growing number of people who are interested in it these days and um yeah that's really uh, do you know what if you hadn't told me or if, if i had not been told that that was that was vegan or that was plant-based i wouldn't have i wouldn't have picked up on it i wouldn't have said oh, there's no dairy in that it doesn't taste right wouldn't have known we you
1: if- you shouldn't because it doesn't really make much difference. And that's the thing. People think it's this massive thing, but it's not. So sorry, it's like essentially, you know, it's just the type of protein powder. I mean, I'm not a wizard in ingredients and things like that, but I've, I love the vegan wonder shake, the protein as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's really nice. I actually have it here. You can see Oh, that. look at that. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I didn't know it was there. But uh, again, amazing. And that's the best tasting protein I've ever had genuinely is if you watch any of my stuff on social media i'm obsessed with it and um yeah tastes unreal isn't it? vegan doesn't change the taste or anything the macros are really good on that as well like so yeah i love it brilliant stuff
0: speaking of social media there is a couple there is a couple of things i wanted to bring up with you about that i've seen on social media this week uh, and the first one the first one is is um it was on the protein works uh, facebook and, and instagram instagram mainly instagram stories and uh, it's this idea of a World Cup of flavor, where they've listed all of the the different flavors of shakes, and they're going to battle them off, one against the you know each against the you know, one against the other, and um, there's going to be a winner, an ultimate flavor crown. Um, and you had like round one, it strawberry and cream versus chocolate coconut, and then later on we had um, oh, cho-
1: this is tense,
0: <sighs> mate. It, it was crazy, and I was following it because. Every day I, I saw one, I thought, "Oh, strawberries and cream, yeah." And then you ne- the next day, you see, I don't know. I, I'm just going to have a look down. Flavors that I didn't even know existed: birthday cake, birthday cake flavor. So I thought oh, I'd give that a go. Uh, you go further down the list, and there's, there's things like chocolate mint. Okay, of course I'm going to go with chocolate mint. Until further down, I see white chocolate peanut sundae. Sounds amazing. So anyway, they're at the quarterfinal stage now. What's so we'll, all we'll get to the, the
1: doors. This is a wicked score. game. I love it.
0: It's up, mate. It is, uh, <laughs> it is honestly. Um, strawberries and cream against chocolate peanut cookie dough. That one's been decided. Who do you think won that?
1: Oh, it's so, like, they're both... Number one, let's just start off. They're both unreal both those flavours, and its I think it's preference, time of the day, how you're feeling, what side of bed did you get out of, was your workout good? Are you wanting something like sweet and vibrant because it's sunny and I'm going to put some strawberries and cream and some frozen fruit, or am I going to have it nice and warm and chocolatey and nutty? You're stressing me out, but I'm going to have to go for the chocolate cookie one.
0: Well, I went for the strawberries and cream, so one of us is right, and, uh, and it was you. Obviously, we knew from last what week my favourite was strawberries and cream, but, yeah, chocolate peanut edged it in um, – it, it was quite quite a margin actually um chocolate peanut really, really got with it yeah whereas today's or what the one that is about to finish is and i've just voted and it is closer than close it is like two licks of paint close it's millionaire shortbread versus cookies and cream there can only be one winner
1: Okay, so I'm just going to go back to what when I'm running your flavors, I actually think of the food. So you're giving me like a big, nice bit of shortbread. Oh, Jesus. And honestly, people, I think it's a bit of an underrated bit of food shortbread. You know, when you have a bit of shortbread, you're always like, oh, that's bloody lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other one was the cookie one
0: cookies and cream.
1: Friggin' love cookies and cream as well. Oh, that is, you can't <laughs> throw that on me. You can't, it's too stressful. I, I'm going to call it now. I'm going to use my wizard wand and guess. I'm going to say the winner will be cookies. Just because cookies, yeah. it's, they're a fire. They're bloody good, so cookies. But I think, that's I think honestly, I think with you. if, if it goes shortbread, i will be like, yeah, fair play. I wouldn't go, that's a robbery. I'll say fair enough. Shortbread's outstanding too.
0: So there's choc peanut cookie dough. We assume cookies and cream will go through just. Then the others, uh, chocolate hazelnut, salted caramel, white chocolate peanut and chocolate mint. That's all that's left in there. The easiest
1: winner for them there, choc hazelnut. It's choc hazelnut. Mark my words, it's choc hazelnut. It's so fire.
0: Is it it's cookies so and cream good. versus choc hazelnut in the final?
1: I think so. And then chalk hazel, hazelnut will win, honestly. That's it's my favourite. I love it so much. It's like a softy, really like nutellery, The hazelnut, it's good. I love it a lot.
0: Well, we'll keep an eye on it and we'll come back to it for the next episode. The other thing that I've seen and my creativity has been worth it here. Um, so on on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter, people are doing um, this new trend. Of uh, th- throughout lockdown, we saw things like the run five k and donate five pounds. We saw that challenge. We saw uh, the ALS um, ice bucket challenge a year or two back. Oh yeah, Those yeah. things. One that one that is doing the rounds at the moment is twenty five press ups, uh, once a day for twenty five days, and then Where are you, you, donate, with this? you donate you donate twenty five pound at the end of it to a PTSD charity now Amazing. i saw that and i thought i don't have 25 friends to nominate i can't be nominating one person every day for 25 days <laughs> <It's your> haircut <laughs> maybe i'll have more friends if i uh go, go and shave it all up but um but so it got me thinking and i thought i wonder if you could do this in one day and i'm looking at myself thinking at it and I'm thinking don't so know if I could. Six hundred and twenty-five. Well, it's out. Twenty-five times twenty-five. Let me let me just double-check it. Get your calculator out.
1: So asked some people to do a challenge over a month, it's broken into a month, and see if someone can do it in a day.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Six twenty-five times
1: twenty-five is six
0: hundred and twenty-five. If you can see that, six two five. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. So I'm going to lay the, the 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 goal down here. Uh, I'll I'll try and give it a go in one day, but I want you to join me. But I, you're think, not going
1: to get it in a in a day. It's tough.
0: I think I th- I'm going to try, and I'm going to lay down and see if you can do it in a day. But I think I think you could do it in a day. I think you could do it in a day fairly easily. I've seen your workout videos. You're in great shape. 625 you 625 press ups. You have that for breakfast. Full
1: packet of ridiculous bars. <laughs> um
0: what do you reckon? Should we, should we give this a go and try and get it done?
1: I've never said no to a challenge, and the fact you're doing this, I'm scared, but I love it. Let's, yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'll uh, let's, set, let's set a challenging one. I'll tell you what, I'll We're set you up. Uh, massive
1: 625 crusts in a day. You're only going to need a bigger t shirt and more protein bars to fuel that. <laughs> you're
0: going to be jacked. I, I think. Okay, I'll tell you what, this is fair. I'll set your time and you set my time. But Go easy on me because I'm not a fitness guy. Um, I will give you three hours to do 625 press-ups.
1: That's is how long it takes my mum to cook a roast chicken in, on a Sunday.
0: There you go. Jeez. Nice healthy dinner for after it. Betty, I'm waiting for you. Tom,
1: Tom, the chicken's in. Get pushing, lad. Oh my God, that's a hell of a... Three hours, I don't know how long it would take. I don't know if that's ridiculous. I'm not even just saying that, ridiculous. Um, I'll tell you well, what is ridiculous. You've set... The, you, is this? You've set <laughs> they are, actually. Uh, you've set the challenge, and as I say, I love a challenge, so I honestly, it might take me a whole day as well, but three hours, there's a there's a goal. We've spoken about goals in this one, and um, if it's an incentive and a goal, it'll keep me going, oh God. That's a lot. That's a lot of chest, don't That's a sore chest. I'm going to give it a go. Challenge accepted. Oh,
0: it's going to hurt here, isn't it? That's where it's going to hurt, down here.
1: So you're doing it in a day, you said.
0: Should I? Should I shave it down a bit? I feel a bit. I feel a bit bad now. You're doing it three hours. We'll if go. I do okay, it in we'll day. go eight eight
1: till five. That's a normal working day. You can do eight till five pm.
0: Yeah. Deal can't shake your hand over the internet there you go deal oh, well, <laughs>
1: this, well, well this well this chat escalated slightly <laughs>
0: um yeah it was not how i planned I it, it but um yeah okay right challenge is on um we will put a donation forward as well from the protein moves to the ptsd challenge uh, charity and um we'll get a link up if anyone else wants to donate put it on social things like that so okay for next week for, for the next podcast we will try and um Oh, I don't know why I stand up for it now, but yeah, okay, yeah, let's do it. We're
1: in. We're, we've shaken on it, sort of.
0: We've shaken on it, um, and, and we're going to look really...
1: jacked afterwards. So think of the post. I'm going to be, be shaken after it. I
0: can tell you that much. Well, <laughs> <then>. <laughs> e. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Well, listen, Tom, it has been a uh, it's been a pleasure as ever. Uh We better go and raid the phone book to see who we can get on for next week. I want to start talking a little bit more about dieting and um foods and, and how you can propel your how you, can, um, how you can just do a bit more, basically, add a bit more fuel to the fire um, awesome. by dieting properly for next time. So that, that'll be the topic of conversation next week. We'll try and line up a couple more guests. Don't know if they'll be as cool as Jack Fincham and Emil Heskey, but we'll see Excellent. what we can do. Set the bar high there. What are you doing the rest of the day, mate? Are you going out working out? Are you you're done for the day?
1: Practicing my push-ups.
0: <laughs> yeah. I need to learn to count to 600. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and, and 25
0: yeah oh god yeah okay yeah it's on yeah okay we'll do it uh listen it's been a treat as ever i'm gonna go and finish my ridiculous bar I'm gonna go and go make a brew i bet you that goes well with the brew oh,
1: i good bet good. you that goes really well dip, dip it in who knows
0: uh, do you know what i'll tell you on the next show <laughs> i'll there tell you how the how the dippage went listen talk,
3: it's been a treat i'll see you next time thank you so much for having me on cheers